0: create some magic changing the way you think by Lynette R Stein to my 18 year old former self and my son Thierry and all the sons and daughters who deserve the great relationships I want for them welcome the secret garden by Frances Hodgson Burnett recognises the characteristics we must prize most as human beings. Beautifully written, this book serves as a beacon of hope in a weary world. Of course, there must be lots of magic in the world, he said wisely one day, but perhaps people don't know what it is like or how to make it. Perhaps the beginning is just to say nice things are going to happen until you make them happen. I am going to try an experiment, Most importantly, I love the message of positive change. The Secret Garden book subject of magic is such an important theme. I'm a firm believer that magic truly exists around us every day. The Secret Garden serves as a reminder that there can be beauty in even the darkest of worlds. The Secret Garden was first published in 1911. As we start to notice and create more mindfulness in our lives, we will begin to better understand our role as powerful co-creators of our reality. There really is magic all around us. We must know where to look. Many people think of magic as unreal and for fairy tales. In fact, it's very real and very common. Magic is within your reach. It happens when we create space within ourselves and in the world. Improving our own life, and if you like, of many others, might be less hard work and more fun than we ever imagined. Awaken the warrior within. Are you ready to be authentically you? Look, life isn't always rainbows and unicorns. Sometimes the life we are living simply doesn't feel like a good fit anymore leading us to resent the world or even ourselves. You may face unexpected challenges. We all do. Creating magic won't guarantee that everything will be okay, but it will give you the insight and strength to believe you will be okay and you can handle what life dishes up. And it would also help you create a life that feels more fulfilling and less empty. Regardless of what you choose, the point is to live more in the world and less in your head just try it i promise there won't be a day where you say geez i wish i didn't meditate or i wish i wasn't grateful or helping someone really sucked but i guarantee if you don't do anything you will regret it and you will wake up one day wondering where your life went and how you got to the place you are and that my friend is not what you want on this day you can choose life You can choose a new path and things can change. It's time to express who you are. Say yes to what lights you up. Say no to what weighs you down. Let your life path be guided by the truest compass there is, you. As Wayne Dwyer says, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. I'm Linny Stein. I give the skills you need to start living like it matters. To introduce myself, my vision is when people see me, they think that girl made my life better. I'm dedicated to teaching people from all walks of life how to live the best life. My deepest intention is to set people free. My mission is to make people aware and conscious. So with awareness, you can begin to heal and live deeply meaningful, integrated and empowered lives. And to help promote simplicity, in a world that needs to hear it. Joy is my favourite emotion and state of being, especially knowing finding joy can be a choice even in the hardest of times, which exists for all of us. I believe in the vast capacity of our hearts that love is stronger than fear. Life is magical and learning to love and approve of yourself unconditionally is a lifelong spiralling journey of utmost importance. We are more powerful and capable than we could ever imagine. My joy is to help people discover their inner spark. So living from our purpose comes easy and life becomes meaningful, feeling valued, vital and just jazzed about loving life. And I live passionately from my soul. So let's transform our body, mind and spirit. It's action. You just do limited amounts of time for 63 days. Mind healing needs three cycles of 21 days. It takes 21 days to break down your thoughts and start the building process. But real neuroplasticity happens after 63 days, says Carolyn Leaf, PhD. But quite simply, it's just self-care. It sets you up to be your best self for you and for the people around you. Behind many of our problems lies an often ignored factor. We don't like ourselves. We are sufferers of self-hatred. We tell ourselves the meanest things. It's because of self-hatred we tend to neglect our potential at work and we get entangled in unfulfilling relationships. We lack confidence in our social lives and we suffer from anxiety and despair. Self-love is not simply a state of feeling good. It is an action. Practice the feeling. It is a way of relating to yourself that involves being understanding for your mistakes, understanding in your losses, and being able to effectively communicate with yourself about life without harshly judging or punishing yourself. Self-love is a term often thrown around. You've likely heard you just need to love yourself more. You can't love someone else unless you love yourself first. Look, sayings like these are exhausted when it comes to giving people suggestions on ways to live a more fulfilling life, ways to have more confidence, ways to be more successful, or ways to feel something other than what they are feeling. So we remove the obstacles. Now for some people, that'll imply sitting in the corner at night screaming for ice cream. The others expresses a lot more time to read, to nap, to get back to dancing, singing, painting, or other favorite and ignored hobbies. And some people, it spells a new sweetness to their lives to learn to ride a motorbike or go salsa dancing for the first time, or perhaps ask someone out on a date. However, in that cocoon phase, you will crave to avoid small talk, to question your long-held beliefs, plus no longer perform out of obligation or guilt. Whatever it is, expect self-care before your butterfly emerges. So implementation plus action. After that cocoon stage, you will re-enter the world as a new version of yourself, more connected, more in alignment with your true self, and more aware of how to co-create your own reality. To become a butterfly, a caterpillar undergoes massive transformation. It's also known as metamorphosis, a process sometimes lasting up to 30 days. During this entire process, The caterpillar stays in a cocoon, emerging as a beautiful butterfly. Is it hard? What is necessary is a willingness and a curiosity to look closely at your life, your thoughts, behaviours, relationships, and to stop going through life on autopilot. So yes, it's hard and scary and sometimes painful. But I can promise you, it will be worth it. Waking up is painful it sucks to feel like you're the only one who can see the dysfunction or the only one who wants deeper connection or just more meaning in life. It doesn't make sense at first until one day you look in the mirror and there's a completely different person looking back at you. So yes, it is definitely worth it. Anise Nin said, we don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. That's way back in 1961 from the sed- Seduction of the Minotaur. So when things change inside you, things change around you. When your heart and your thoughts change, you start making those small changes resulting in transforming your life. And we know change happens when we change the small things we do daily. The decisions you make from this place will lead you to the truest you where better sleep will come naturally And simple tasks like eating a balanced diet and exercising regularly just becomes part of your day rather than a task. Naturally, you are a soul who wants to live in a healthy body. So find your true north. It's easy to lose touch with what is worthwhile to us most amid the busyness of everyday life. Requiring the time to reflect on core values and being your authentic self might look like Values are like guiding lights or a set of trail markers toward living a life of meaning. It's not hard to make decisions when you know what your values are. One way to uncover some of your values is by calling to mind a time in your life when you felt truly alive, when everything felt right in the world. What made it so special? The likelihood is that you'll discover several core values from recalling the experience. When you feel like there isn't any sense of direction, no purpose in life, it's because we lose what's important. We don't know what our values are. And when you don't know what your values are, then you're essentially taking on other people's values and living other people's priorities instead of your own. This is a one-way ticket to unhealthy relationships and eventual misery. Discovering one's purpose in life essentially boils down to finding those one or two things that are bigger than yourself and bigger than those around you. Values will determine your priorities and guide your actions. Happiness is that state of consciousness which proceeds from the achievement of one's values. It's not about some great achievement, but merely finding a way to spend your limited amount of time well. And to do that, you must get off your couch and act and take the time to think beyond yourself to think greater than yourself, to imagine a world without yourself. The privilege of a lifetime is being who you are. When you find your true north, you discover your authentic self. It's a combination of your purpose and your beliefs. You decide what you value most in life and put such at the front. We look at our relationships, who we spend our time with, our work and how it impacts ourselves and the world, how our childhood impacts who we are today and what we want in life. That's our true values. Once you're aware of this inner sense, you're one step closer to answering your calling. Your true north is unique to you. We start to practice self-care, establish routines, and sometimes for the first time in our lives, we set boundaries. Suddenly we don't fit into society. The dysfunction has become clear. Most importantly, we're no longer willing to participate. Our confidence builds, we restore our self-trust, relationships start to shift, some relationships end, we're making space for new people and new experiences in our lives. So if you knew you were going to die one year from today, what would you do and how would you want to be remembered? That answer should tell you what is most important to you, what values should guide your actions. If a man hasn't discovered something that he will die for, he isn't fit to live. So said Martin Luther King Jr. way back in, well, he lived from 1929 to 1968. He was that American clogy man and activist. The question worth asking is, how do I want to show up in the world today? If you had to leave the house all day, every day, where would you go? And no, you can't sit in a coffee shop and browse Facebook. Let's pretend there are no media distractions, no phones, no TV. Take yourself back to the 80s, when Facebook, YouTube, all social media, most of us spend half our lives on, had yet to be invented. You have to be outside of the house all day, every day, actively doing something until it's time to go to bed. Where would you go and what would you do? Sign up for a dance class? Join a book club? Get a degree or another degree, volunteer, a side hustle. How about learning to hang glide or get fit, yoga, meditation? Learn a language or music instrument, paint or draw, swing on park swings and climb trees, read a book at the library, learn how to meal plan and prep and declutter your home or join a community garden. How about inventing a new form of irrigation system? that can save thousands of children's lives in rural Africa. According to the United Nations, by 2025, 1.8 billion people will be living in countries or regions with absolute water scarcity, while two-thirds of the world's population will face stressed or restricted water supplies. Look, we all have 24 hours in a day, and so we're back to the all-important question we should be asking ourselves, how to spend my time? Spend time with friends and family, meet new people, join a club, network, some local networking events. They include like weekend breakfast, cocktail hours and often after hours gatherings for conversation, with usually with food and drinks. What would you do with all of that time? What activity would you choose above all others? Look, we invented the clock, the calendar and we spent countless hours trying to figure out the concept of time. We must see use time as a tool, not as a couch, so said John F. Kennedy. So what would you do with your time that is important? How can you do one thing every day that scares you? Embrace embarrassment. Feeling foolish is part of the path to achieving achieving something important, something meaningful. The more a major life decision scares you, chances are the more you need to be doing it. That come from Mark Manson, the three times number one New York Times best-selling author of the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, as well as other titles. Doing scary things helps you grow. The magic happens outside your comfort zone. Well-meaning though the sentiments may be, they're unhelpful without the why. And you repeat these reasons to yourself endlessly. But what are those reasons? But if your reasons are, my partner or my parents would hate it, all my friends would make fun of me, or if I failed, I'd look like an idiot, then chances are you're actually avoiding something you truly care about, because caring about that thing that is what scares you, not what Mama Bear thinks or what Johnny next door says. Great things are, by their very nature, unique and unconventional. Therefore, to achieve them, we must go against the herd mentality, and to do that is scary. Courageous people do what they believe in their hearts they should do, no matter how they feel or what doubts fill their minds. Right now, there's something you want to do, something you think about doing, something you fantasise about doing, yet you don't do it. Acting courageously generally makes us feel good because it involves mastering emotions. The very fact that we celebrate courage so much tells us that it is a very human activity. Courage, in the sense of acting in a way that responds to risk appropriately, not overconfidently or in a cowardly way, will also help us to accomplish good things. Courage also helps us to act against those who threaten or who act in a bad way. The Western world has traditionally revered bravery for itself. Success is not necessary if courage is shown. Eleanor Roosevelt has a wonderful saying you gain strength courage and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You're able to say to yourself, I have lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. You must do the thing you think you cannot do. Fear is a bully. Fear tells you what to do and what you obey. and then gains power. However, when you acknowledge what fear tells you, but do the opposite, you build courage. Fear is an indicator. Sometimes it shows you what you shouldn't do. The problem is many of us let our fears get in the way. We don't go for a job because we're afraid we're not qualified enough, or we don't make a positive change in our life because we're afraid of the unknown. Sound familiar? That's because we all experience fear. It's a natural human emotion, but always living in fear of the what if can hold us back in our professional and personal lives. More often than not, it shows you exactly what you should do and the best results, the most enjoyable times, have all arrived from asking a simple question, what's the worst that can happen? In her 1987 bestseller, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway, Dr. Susan Jeffers recommends you think through the outcomes that make you most afraid so that you can then consider how you would deal with it were it to happen. Fear doesn't ever really go away and nor should it. However, confronting it is the way to move forward. Just do it! How do we create this magic power? The answer is easy and difficult at the same time. Launched way back in 1988, the Night Just Do It campaign was designed to encourage people to exercise by featuring a series of athletes talking about their feelings as they exercised. However, the slogan has since morphed into the meaning stop messing about and just get on with it. Incorporating magic power in your life is as simple as just do it. There are often a whole lot of emotions that either promote or sabotage it, but the basic act is simple, just do it. It is the ability to take control of your actions, feeling and emotions in your life. The secret of successful people is self-discipline in their lives but other benefits include decreased anxiety, increased happiness and resilience. So how do we apply this magic power in our lives? It is all about the action, doing what you planned even when you are feeling unmotivated. Count to 10, take a breath and just do it. Acknowledge that you feel unmotivated and then go ahead anyway. Practicing this one step, many times builds resilience and you will soon find it much easier to conquer the feelings that sabotage your goals. Keep your goals visible, write them down or make them a screensaver. The goal is the reward and the reward is the gold. Start small. If you are someone who has little self-discipline in your life, don't try and change everything overnight or you'll be doomed to failure. Choose one small goal first and then set out a plan to achieve it. Start with the easy goals and by the time you reach the more challenging ones, they will seem much simpler. Accomplishing small goals shows how possible it is to reach the big ones, but please be kind to yourself. But not too often. We are human, so it is guaranteed that we will fail now and again. When you fail, don't beat yourself up about it and don't make excuses either. Acknowledge the failure, discern if it is something that, you, that can be prevented in the future, and then remind yourself of your goals and what you're working towards. If you are continually failing, then maybe it's time to reevaluate to make sure they truly line up with what you want for yourself. Look, use other's success as motivation. Spending time with happy and successful people can inspire you to reach your potential. And knowing that other people can have their wealth, happiness and success to ignite your perseverance and determination. When you're true to yourself, your life will be better. Never look back. If Cinderella went to pick up a shoe, she would not have become a princess. Remember that we don't have full control over our life. We live in a broken world where sickness, strife and disappointment are often the norm. Things happen outside of our control. We've got two choices. When something bad and out of our control happens to us, we can struggle and suffer because we can't control it. Or we can accept it and move on. Acceptance is something worth practicing, like a musical instrument. The better you get at it through practice, the easier you'll find when something bad happens, and the better you'll feel. Find joy in a few simple things. For me, those include writing, reading, learning, walking, and doing other active things. Preparing and eating simple food, meditating, spending quality time with people I care about most of that doesn't cost anything or require any possessions especially if you use the library for books this of course isn't all i do i also like to let my wild hair down and play on occasion this is about getting clear what you want and say no to more things we are rarely very clear on what we want when we see someone post a photo of something cool we might all of a sudden get fixed on doing that too and suddenly the course of our lives veer off in a new direction. Same thing if we read about something cool or watch YouTube of a new destination. When someone invites us to something cool, we instantly want to say yes because our minds love saying yes to everything, to all the shiny new toys. What if we became crystal clear on what we wanted in life? If we knew what we wanted to create, how we wanted to live, We could say yes to these things and no to everything else. Saying no to more things would simplify our lives. Much of how we perceive life is suggested to us or planted in our minds. We need to focus on what matters and enjoy ourselves and what we do. Notice how an innocent comment like, Hey, you're looking good today, could lift up your spirits when you're actually having a bad hair day. You'd straighten up and start looking good. So how could we start to get this incredible magic to work? When you feel tired, act energetic and you'll be energized. When you feel sad, act happy and you'll be elated. When you feel insecure, act confident and you'll be more confident. When you feel ugly, just act beautiful and you'll get admiring stares. When you feel poor, dress and act rich and you'll be regarded as wealthy. When you feel useless, help others and you'll be needed. Now choose a problem and rescue the world. We're all in this world together and we're all starting to figure it out. I feel so blessed to be here, a part of this with everyone. There are plenty to choose from. Economic development, domestic violence, mental health care, more local living, consume more local produce and to work and play far closer to home, low energy lifestyles, crowdsourcing, end poverty, promote sustainable agriculture, achieve gender equality more minds on how precious that water truly is i can help someone drink water from a world away i support something like the karma project and it reminds me that even one person has the power to create peace in our world to build a community hub for individuals including the, including those batwa pygmy, pygmies and local tribal groups found in western uganda and an open heart but it matters because together we can ultimately choose the light. So my manifesto. Discover and refine your goals, your motives and your intentions of the journey ahead. A personal manifesto is a powerful tool for living your best life. Read your personal manifesto every day. Live your manifesto. Who are you? What makes you tick? Why do you do what you do? The prompts, 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 following can help you delve into yourself but be yourself everybody else is already taken so said oscar wilde today is a beautiful day of opportunity i am exactly where i need to be i open myself to the universe and trust in the unfolding of my life take stock of your challenges and also what your strengths are and put them to greater use to support what you want and deserve in life Remember too, it takes 21 days to form a habit, good or bad, so get your calendar out and start charting your success, your life's work. Do you love what you do? Could you love what you do? Are you showing up every day in a way that speaks to the kind of person you are or wish to be? Are you looking for the positives and recognising the options you have or are you standing in your own way? If you see that you are impeding your own progress at times, the good news is that the solution is in your hands also. It's time to write a new story. Writing a personal manifesto is a great exercise for clarifying thoughts and it's also a creative, absorbing process. They create direction, focus and purpose. Manifestos can be a few sentences or the length of a novel. So what makes me happiest? How do I choose to define myself? What do I want more of? What are my strongest beliefs? How do I define enough? What do I stand for? What's my dream? What changes do I need to make so that I can live my best life? What do I want the world to know? What words do I want to live my life by? Begin at once to live and count each separate day as a separate life. So once we're ready to begin, begin now. When life gives you a hundred reasons to cry, show life that you have a thousand reasons to smile. Never tell your problems to anyone. 20% don't care and the other 80% are glad you have them. It's true that we don't know what we've got until we lose it. But it's also true that we don't know what we have been missing until it arrives. Voila, here's my manifesto. Cultivate peace of mind, knowing I can change the way I feel at any moment simply by changing my thoughts. I am more connected to the energy of my future than the energy of my past. Peace comes from within. Do not seek it without. Buddha. Number two, treat myself like someone I love and respect. Love thyself first. You must shine with positive, high-spirited vibrations and be full of love, In order to do that, I think it's important to love, thank and respect yourself. Three, trust myself and listen to my inner voice. Just trust yourself, then you will know how to live. Johan Wolfgang, Von Goat. Number four, what we do every day matters more than what we do once in a while. This bright new day, complete with 24 hours of opportunities, choices and attitudes, A perfectly matched set of 1,440 minutes. This unique gift, this one day, it cannot ever be exchanged, replaced or refunded. Just handle with care. There is only one to a customer. Let us always meet each other with a smile, for the smile is the beginning of love, Mother Teresa. We can't make people change, but we can change. And others may change as well. And can you teach your body emotionally what it would feel like to believe in this way? To be empowered? To be moved by your own greatness? To be invincible? To have courage? To be in love with life? To feel unlimited? To live as if your prayers are already answered? Don't take anything personally. I know what others say and do is a projection of their own reality. It has nothing to do with me. Expecting the world to treat you fairly because you are a good person is a little, a little like expecting the bull not to attack you because you are a vegetarian. Number seven, I'm independent of the good opinion of others. The moment we begin to fear the opinions of others and hesitate to tell the truth, that is in us, the divine flood of life and life, light and life, no longer flow into our souls. Number eight. I give myself permission to be myself. I live life in my own way. Look, to be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Talk, health, happiness, prosperity, power and progress. They're a person so radiant, so kind, so pleasure-bearing that you instantly feel in their presence that they do you good. Whose coming into a room is like the bringing of a lamp there, Henry Ward Beecher. We can never have too much light in this world, and the more we talk happiness, the more light we produce wherever we may be. What greater pleasure could anyone desire than to realise that he has eased the way of life for thousands and sent the sunbeams and joy into the mental world of tens of thousands. Talk prosperity. When times are not good, Man himself must make them better. And he can make them better by doing his best and having faith in that power that produces prosperity. So get rid of your poverty thinking and replace it with prosperity. Talk health. It is the best medicine. When people stop talking sickness, they will stop getting sick. Talk health and stay well. Talk health to the person who is sick and you will cause him to think health. He who thinks health will live health and he who lives health will produce health. When peeps take delight in relating minutely everything they know about the ills of the community, purify the muddy waters of their conversations by talking health. Insist on talking health. You can purify the minds of thousands by constantly talking virtue and these thousands will in turn convey the power of virtue to as many thousand times thousands more You can lead mankind into the gold mines of the mind and into the diamond fields of the soul and the secret lies in the words you speak. You can guide the mind of man by the way you talk. Talking should not be empty but should ever have a sublime goal in view. Your words point the way and they who hear what you have to say will to some degree be influenced to go whatever way your words may point. Your power, therefore, in directing other minds towards greater and better things is hidden in every word you speak. And how important that this power is be wisely employed. Talk peace. You can still the storms of life everywhere by talking peace. When man thinks the most of peace, he will be in peace. And he cannot fail to think of peace so long as he is faithfully talking peace. Talk success and you will inspire everybody with the spirit of success. You will help to turn the energies of life upon the goal of success and help all minds to move towards success. Never say that anything is impossible. Talk success and you will help to make everything possible. Everybody should succeed. It is not only the privilege of everybody to succeed, but every person to be just be himself must succeed. The fear of failure, however, is the greatest obstacle. You can remove fear by talking success. Hold the idea of success before every mind you come in contact with. You will become one of the greatest philanthropists in the world. When one door closes, another opens, sometimes several. This is the law of life. It is the expression of the law of eternal progress. The whole of nature desires to move forward eternally. The spirit of progress animates everything. Whenever a person loses an opportunity to move forward, this great law proceeds to give him another. This proves that the universe is kind, that everything is for man and nothing against him. This being the truth, the man who talks health, happiness, prosperity, power and progress is working in harmony with the universe and is helping to promote the greater purpose of the universe. And who would not occupy a position of such value and importance? Harmonize with the laws of life and steadily rise in the scale of life. Nothing can hold you down. Everything you understand to do, you will accomplish because everything will be with you. You will reach every ideal and at the best time and under the best circumstances, cause that ideal to become real When you cease to talk failure and begin to talk success, you invariably meet the turn in the lane. You find that a new world and a better future is in store. Things will take a turn when you take a turn. And you will take a turn when you begin to talk about those things that you desire to realise. Never talk about anything else. The way you talk, you go. The way you talk, others will go. Therefore, talk health, happiness and prosperity and help everybody, yourself included, to move towards health, happiness and prosperity. The power of words is immense, both in the person that speaks and in the person that is spoken to. The simplest way to use this power is to train yourself to talk the things you want, talk the things that you expect or desire to realise, talk the things you wish to attain and accomplish. You cause the power of words to work for you and with you in gaining the goal you have in mind. Whatever comes, talk health, happiness and prosperity. Say that you are well, say that you are happy. Say that you are prosperous, say that you are loved. Emphasize everything that is good in life and the power of the Supreme will cause your words to come true. I am and I have. Always speak in the present, never in the past or never in the future. I am a successful author. I have a seven-figure publishing business. Serve goodness every day with acts of courtesy and kindness. My religion is very simple. My religion is kindness, the Dalai Lama. Make my home my sacred space. Our home interprets heaven. Live in a constant state of gratitude for everything that has been given to me. Gratitude turns what we have into enough. Celebrate life every day by making happiness and play a priority. Look, 20 years from now, you'll be more disappointed by the things that you didn't do than by the ones you did do. So throw off the bowline, sail away from the safe harbour, catch the trade winds in your soils, explore, dream, discover. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing, said George Bernard Shaw. Always jump in the puddles, always skip alongside the flowers. The only fights worth fighting are the pillows and food varieties. Focus on what has gone right in my life instead of placing my attention on those things that have not gone the way I wanted them to. Every new day brings with it a chance to start anew and maybe see the light shining through the clouds. Maybe we go through hardships in life in order to fully appreciate the beauty surrounding us every day. By giving something up, we may gain. There's, a, there's an Arabic proverb, proverb that I love. It's write the bad things that are done to you in sand, but write the good things that happen to you on a piece of marble. Number 15. Take financial control of my life. I spend my money mindfully and buy only what I truly need and what I truly love. I have more money than I can ever spend, and I help others. Let money work for you, and you have the most devoted servant in the world. It works night and day, and in wet or dry weather. Every day is a bank account, and time is our currency. No one is rich, no one is poor. We've got 24 hours each. Number 16. Treat my time like the precious commodity that it is. Make wise time investments. When you invest in something you expend resources but you do so with an expectation of getting a good return on your investment. Investing your time means that you engage in activities which are calculated to bring you meaningful rewards. Monitor my energy exchanges and do more of the things that gives energy and less of the things that take it away. The ultimate measure in our lives is how much energy we invest in the time that we have. Remain open to try new things. I constantly stretch out a little further from my comfort zone. I'm continually trying to make choices that put me against my own comfort zone. Look, as long as you're uncomfortable, it means you're growing. Be the creator of my life. As creator, decide what to create. Plan how I'm going to create it and take the necessary steps to create it. You can achieve anything you want in life if you have the courage to dream it, the intelligence to make a realistic plan, and the will to see the plan through to the end. Look, whatever I believe I can achieve, focus on those things within my control and act within my sphere of influence. And you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That goes way back in time and I have it everywhere. On my fridge, on my computer screen. But see mistakes as a feedback. So I'll adjust my aim and I'll just try again. Failures and repeated failures, they're just finger posts on the road to achievement. One fails toward, forward towards success. Never misuse my imagination by worrying. Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. In the pursuit of my goals, act with courage. Courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear, so said Mark Twain. Strive to make the most of my talents, to be of service, to create value and to give back to the world. As we serve others, we are working on ourselves. Every act, every word, every gesture of genuine compassion naturally nourishes our own hearts as well. It is not a question of who is healed first. When we attend to ourselves with compassion and mercy, more healing is made available for others. And when we serve others with an open and generous heart, great healing comes to us. Persevere until I reach my goals in spite of any hurdles. Because remember the mighty oak was once a little nut that stood its ground. Our children bring us beauty in their own magic. Thierry, my most precious gift. The memories of all the storybooks read. Nature explored. Food harvested and prepared. Words are just not enough for all the magic you brought into my life. I love you and so proud of the man you have become. Children grow up hearing how broken the environment is. How broken beyond repair. Look, go and plant strawberries together. Make wild medicines. Paint the sunrise. Show them proof that for every act of destruction, they can sow a seed however small of beauty. Teach my body emotionally that what the future will feel like before it is made manifest. Change my internal state from past trauma. A domestic violence survivor and when asked about past relationships, respond with gratitude, forgiveness and love. Never hold a grudge. Never find a reason to hold on to the past. I'm really thankful for being given the intuition before I knew I had to be so aware of myself and the universe. I had moved through the events with an elegance by finding the magic of handling those blows in my life to open my heart into state of creation. The moment I started feeling whole and grateful, my healing began at that moment. The power of the mind-body connection. I learn more each day about myself and the universe around me by opening my heart just like a flower that takes a little time to bloom. It begins to move into a magnetic field and feel gratitude. Suffering carries a different set of thoughts, self-regulate and change the frustration from the past to the future. Each person's attitude, whether positive or negative, plays a significant role in the quality of his or her life. Not only does it affect the health of our mental state and relationships, but it also has a major impact on our general outlook and the opportunities and people we attract into our lives. So make an effort to always look for the silver lining and soon you'll see it isn't so cloudy. As with all commandments, gratitude is a description of a successful mode of living. The thankful heart opens our eyes to a multitude of blessings that continually surround us. Gratitude is one of many positive emotions. It's about focusing on what's good in our lives and being thankful for the things we have. Gratitude is pausing to notice and appreciate the things that we often take for granted, like our body, having a place to live, food, clean water, friends, family, even computer access. If you're thinking of writing a letter of gratitude to someone, but you're unsure whether you want that person to read the letter, write it anyway. You can decide later whether to send it, but the mere act of writing the letter can help you appreciate the people in your life and shift your focus away from negative feelings and thoughts. When you participate in the following gratitude writing activity, don't be too surprised if you don't feel dramatically better immediately after the writing. Be patient and remember that the benefits of gratitude might take time to kick in. So what are things you're grateful for today? By writing these things down you're able to feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences and build strong relationships. A recipe for a much happier life. Researchers have found people who write about gratitude are more optimistic and feel better about their lives in general. So what's your gratitude list for today? Gratitude training has been proven to have substantial benefits to our well-being. All too often we dwell on the imperfections in others, in ourselves and in our circumstances. So Buddha says, let us rise up and be thankful. For if we didn't learn a lot today, we learned, at least we learned a little. And if we didn't learn a little, at least we didn't get sick. And if we got sick, at least we didn't die. So let's all be thankful. Now this is especially true when things aren't going our way. To cure the anger, sadness or frustration, we create theoretical scenarios we believe will make us happy. If only I had a better job, I'd be happy. Or if only I had more money, I would be happy. Or if only I had my soulmate, I would not be lonely and I would be happy. If only I had a bigger place to live in, I would be happy. Maybe, but just as easily, maybe not. You're guessing after all. If I asked you to name just one thing that recently made you happy, doesn't have to be blooming flowers happy, you wouldn't have to guess. Chances are you could name one moment that made you happy. Sadly, these moments come into focus for just an instant as we race by them, doing 120 on the if-only highway. These moments are often surpassed by the promise of mega happiness, the one we're being promised by Hollywood and movies to allow us to live happily ever after. And that shit isn't real. By preoccupying ourselves with theories of what make us happy, we don't value the things that do make us happy. One simple way to avoid dwelling on the ghastly things in life is by cultivating a practice of gratitude. Fortunately, it's also very simple to get started. Every morning and evening, write down one to three things that you're grateful for. No matter how long or painful your day may have been, take a few minutes to reflect. It could be. Getting flowers for myself has become part of my self-care that really fills my heart with beauty, elevates my soul, cheers me up and puts me in a higher vibrational state. And I'm thinking how much I love these flowers, how grateful I am for them, for my home and for everything that I have. It allows us to spend just a little more time with the good things in our life. Don't get me wrong, setting goals is critical the issue is we're increasingly becoming a a culture that values accomplishment over appreciation if you can't appreciate what you accomplish then what's the point in pursuing it by being more in touch with what does make you happy you're much more likely to set more meaningful goals you can also better enjoy the ride gratitude is like most desirable traits and qualities it is usually not enough to simply decide to be grateful. We must actively practice gratitude to cement its place in our lives. There are many reasons why gratitude is such a desirable quality, aside from its inherent goodness. A gratitude journal is quite simply a tool to keep track of the good things in life. Or well, just journaling about quotes is a great way to implant them in your consciousness. Copying the quote is beneficial because we remember it better and thinking about it from different angles also helps. Words can inspire, soothe and motivate. Quotes are popular because they give us a perspective on life. Short and to the point, their profound wisdom inspires us. Quotes can be full of humbling advice that touches the heart. It's extreme simple to start. Simple write down or type the things you are grateful for on a daily basis. You can use a journal, a diary, a notebook, even a white or chalkboard, or just a piece of paper. If you are on the ego path or just find it easier to do things digitally, you can use one of the many gratitude apps or just a simple Word document. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. John F. Kennedy. But what about when life goes badly? In the midst of the economic downturn, How can or even should we feel grateful under appalling circumstances? Ah, not only will a grateful attitude help, it is essential. In fact, it is precisely under crisis conditions when we have the most to gain by a grateful approach on life. In the face of demoralization, gratitude has the power to energize. In the face of brokenness, gratitude has the power to heal. In the face of despair, Gratitude has the power to bring hope. In other words, gratitude can help us cope with hard times. It's easy to feel grateful for the good things. No one feels grateful that he or she has lost a job, a life partner, or family member, or a home, or good health. But it is vital to make a distinction between feeling grateful and being grateful. We don't have total control over our emotions. We cannot easily will ourselves to feel grateful, less depressed or happy. Feelings follow from the way we look at the world, thoughts we have about the way things are, the way things should be, and the distance between these two points. But being grateful is a choice, a prevailing attitude that endures and is relatively immune to the gains and losses that flow in and out of our lives. When disaster strikes, gratitude provides a perspective from which we can view life in its entirety, and not to be overwhelmed by temporary circumstances. It's about to get magical for you. The most beautiful things can be found in the most unexpected places. After all, magic is the unexpected, the extraordinary and the unknown that will always amaze us. Finding magic in life is all about noticing the little things and appreciating everything there is. The universe has a lot to teach us, and you can only learn if you are willing to look beyond the ordinary. You need to believe it, and you need to be open to different experiences. This is the only way magic will reveal itself to you. Once it does, your life will never be the same. Try to lean into the discomfort, and keep your commitment to your daily gratitude, because greater peace and contentment lie on the other side.